Radical Life. So welcome to all our listeners. We are so glad you're joining us today. A moment with the Mo's. And our word for the week is announcement. And it is very fitting because it is the week of Christmas. And in Christmas, we make announcements of the Savior's birth. The definition of announcement means it's news. News means newly received or noteworthy information, especially about recent or important events. There is good news today, right? Jesus Christ is born. In our world, we don't get a lot of good news. No, we don't. Broadcast stations are mostly talking about bad news. That's what sells. Bad news That's why they've got it. Yeah, bad news sells. Good news is like, oh, that's nice. And then, you know, what's going on? I mean, now what's happened bad? Oh, breaking news. I just love that. They're always saying breaking breaking news. news. That drives me crazy. But our God is announcing good news. Good news. Yes, the good news of peace, hope, Joy, love, and salvation for right. everyone. Hey, let's see where to take everything away. Take all peace, all hope, all joy, all mm. love. Take it all away. And not just fill the place up with hate. Mm. Just fill it up with the opposite of everything I just said. Take away all that and then... You know what you have? Hell. Hell. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it sounds like hell. It is hell. Because you have an absence of God. That's hell. But... Rick is going to read about announcement to start us off from Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Here I go. Now, the birth of Jesus was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So, All of this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from the sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife and did not know her until She had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. That is good news. There's the good news. There's announcements in there. And so this episode, we're going to talk about all the different ways that God announced the birth of his son. Man, I'm looking forward to this. And God doesn't announce the same way to everybody, and especially not the way man announces a big event in history. We have our idea of how something big should be announced so everybody knows about it. So I did a little research and study and came up with 13 ways that Jesus was announced. Now, granted, the last two or three are after he was grown up. 
Okay, so let me put it that way. So I'm going to give you like a little test. Can you think of a way where Jesus was announced? Well, to the shepherds. To the shepherds, yes. So Through the angels. Through the angels. That they have heard on high. So let's, let me find this here. Is that, is that right? Is that a line from a song? What angels we have heard on high. There we go. Wasn't uh, that the shepherds? Yes. Isn't that the way we the song is written? Angels we have heard on high. Mm-hmm. The first announcement, though, before we talk about the shepherds, try to think of the very first announcement. Well, the picture I'm getting is Mary. So before that, how did God announce his son was coming? What was the very first announcement? This is kind of a trick question. Does it go back to Genesis? It does. Genesis. It's Genesis 3.15. Where God says to the devil. Yes. He will come. Mm -hmm. And so think about it. The very first announcement of Jesus' coming was to the devil. Hmm. He said, he'll crush your head. Right. Then in Isaiah, think about Isaiah mm-hmm. 9, 6, it says, for unto us a child is born, a son is given. Right. So there's an announcement. Right. In Micah 5 and in Matthew 4, he announces where the Messiah would be born in right. Bethlehem. Bethlehem. And so that shows Jesus coming to fulfill prophecy. So God has hmm. been making that announcement Many, many years before Jesus even arrived on the scene. Right. And they were waiting for him, anxiously waiting for him. So then you said the second time that it was announced, and that was when Gabriel oh. told Mary she was going to be with child. Okay. That, and that. So is then the next time followed up with when Gabriel went to Joseph? Oh, he is in the equation. Okay. But not quite yet. So the next announcement is the angel coming to the Mary telling her she's going to be with child and give birth to a son, and they're going to name them Jesus. Wow. So that, I like that. That's the first one there, and Mary's going to be a virgin. I think we should talk about the fact that Mary was a virgin. She's like, how is this going to happen? Right. And it says that the Holy Spirit would overshadow right. her. Now, at that point when they're talking, has it already happened? Has the... I don't think so. He tells her the Holy Spirit's going to overshadow okay. her. So I okay. don't think it happened. So we don't know about how right. that happens. I would have loved to have mm. gotten more details on that. You know, we always have like tons of questions. How did yeah. this happen? And how did that happen? Then let's see. The next time, there's another time before Joseph where there's an announcement to someone of Jesus's arrival. Simeon? No, before that. Okay. When Mary got the announcement from Gabriel, where did she go? To her cousin. Elizabeth. Okay. Is is Elizabeth her cousin? I believe so, yes. I'm okay. sorry, I don't have that correct Because we always think about, because Elizabeth had John. Exactly. But when Mary arrived, what did Elizabeth say? Is it possible Elizabeth is Mary's sister? Because no. weren't John and Jesus cousins? I think they were cousins, but maybe like second cousins. Okay, there we go. I get that. Because Elizabeth was quite older right. than Mary. Hey, and if people are listening and, and they're like, well, how do these people not know? <laughs> well, that means you know more than we do in right. a certain area. And that's great. We want you to know, and we want to learn so tell us yeah we're we are showing here by talking what we do know and that's why it's always good to read the scriptures to get it clear in your mind even though you think you've heard it like for forever right but when the announcement came of mary's arrival elizabeth's child we know is she's pregnant with john he leapt with joy Mm -hmm. so that was an announcement there to elizabeth anyway and her husband that the messiah was coming because she said wow blessed are you among women, right? Yeah. All right. So then the next one we do, Joseph's going to, like you just read, he's going to 
put her off for a divorce, and what happens? He gets visited by an angel? He has a dream. Okay. And in his dream, he is told... That Mary's with child. Right. And that he is to not put her away. No. He is to take her as his wife and to not sleep with her. Well, I don't know if the angel... It doesn't say that the angel told him not to sleep with her, but he said that she would be conceived by the Holy Ghost. Right. And that must have given him peace of mind that... Mary was right in what she said, because she probably was telling him she hadn't slept around, but how how do you know? But luckily, the angel told him and probably just gave him great peace of mind. And the angel announced that the child would be the long-awaited Messiah, Mm -hmm. someone they'd been looking for for a long, long time. And then, okay, they travel to Bethlehem. And your first answer that you gave on who got the announcement is from our Luke story of the Bible. The shepherds. The shepherds. Right. And who told them? The angels. First one angel and then what? A host. A heavenly host. A multitude of the host. I read somewhere that they thought the multitude of angels would be like, if you looked at the stars in the heavens, that there's about as many angels as there are stars. And this is just speculation, but I can't even imagine it. Just seeing one angel, but let alone a multitude. Then the shepherds went and they saw and they found it just as the angel said, and then what did the shepherds do after they found out? They went to go see Jesus. And they found it just as the angel said, okay. and then what did they do? They went back to their sheep. No, they did something before that. They had to have told somebody. They were telling everyone, it says, what they had seen and heard and what the right. angel said, and they said everybody who listened to him were just like amazed and in wonder. Right. And it made me think because... Bethlehem was filled with people. It was so many people that when they went around telling everybody, they were telling people who might not have even have been there if it hadn't been for the census. So they were out just sharing the good news. And they were like the first witnesses about it, right? Right. Then you said that his next people would see him next. So after he was born, we know that they traveled south of Jerusalem to Bethlehem. And on their way back, eight days later, they went to Jerusalem. And where did they go? Well, to the temple. Right, because it was eight days and the right. child had to be dedicated. And who did they see at the temple? Simeon. Simeon and? Simeon's wife? <laughs> no. And Anna, Anna, who okay, was who's a, Anna? She was a prophetess, okay. they said, that she was like in her 80s and her husband died when she was young and that she never remarried, but she went to the temple all the time and prophesied and prayed. It's amazing how many people don't know about her. Right. She's very important. And Simeon, we know, prophesied too at the temple. He saw the baby. He says, now, Lord, I can leave now. I've seen the Messiah. So they were both given the announcement of the baby's birth. And then who do you think I have listed next? I'm trying to do these in order. And I think these guys... The Magi? Yes. I think they knew about it before Simeon and Anna because... They saw the star. Right. So they had started their journey months earlier. Yes. As soon as Jesus was born, I think the star was in the heavens, and then they followed it from there. And let me tell you this story that I heard. There is speculation that the reason why the Magi knew about this star and knew about a king being born 
is because Daniel, you know, the Israelites were in captivity in the eastern area. Right. And he was a big guy. He was a big prophetic guy. And it is just speculated that they learned about the coming Messiah and these prophecies about the coming Messiah from Daniel when he was there. And it got passed down. And then when they saw the star, maybe it all fell into place. Anyway, I just throw that out. I thought it seemed to be a very plausible well, reason. When I think about wise men, mm-hmm. all right, I, I don't think about, first of all, I just don't think about a normal person. A normal person that would go, yeah, I, I do some reading, or yeah, I, I glance at the newspaper. These wise men were learned. Right. They, not just of their own culture, but probably of every culture that they could get their hands on, any reading they could do, right. any uh, research, study, they did it and they had a world view and in that world view of course encompassed the jews the jews right and so they knew about all of this i mean and they looked yeah. at it from just a purely matter of fact standpoint they weren't involved emotionally maybe not even a hint spiritually because we read the story and just think oh my gosh what a unbelievable spiritual part of the story these men come and provide frankincense gold and myrrh that these folks are able to now take for the next years and live off of wow how god provides you know it becomes so spiritual but they may have just been coming in just matter of fact following the astrological yes star and maybe some prophetic thing but not necessarily their heart being in it and it is thought to believe that they went straight to jerusalem because they're expecting to see the birth of a great king yeah. They're expecting then that that birth would happen in the capital city and a royal palace, you know, maybe with even some great celebration. Well, they knew probably because of their research that it was going to be Bethlehem. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not, but maybe. Let's say they but went. they went to Jerusalem first looking for the king. Right, because they end up with Herod. Right. Oh, and Herod's like, yeah. oh, so who I'm is the, looking too. So who's the next person who learns about the birth of well, Jesus. Did you, would you say it, Herod? You just did. Herod and all his palace. So everyone in the palace hmm. saw the Magi show up. What are you guys doing here? Right. And so they're now getting an announcement that And they were clued in by God. Well, Herod were, consulted the Jewish leaders in Jerusalem, and right. they're the ones that told Herod that the Messiah was supposed to be born in Bethlehem. So that is right. what directed the Magi to go there. And of course, they were following the star. So you guys can't see my hands, but they've got to have like some kind of that the star falls over a certain place, some right. way to measure that, to know where the exact spot well, is. if anybody's ever seen, you know, Charlie Brown Christmas, you know exactly how <laughs> it works. I mean, there's the star just right on top of them. Right. Big old beam coming right down on that manger scene. So I can't think of anyone else now during that time period where someone else is told about Jesus. So maybe our audience listeners right. can think of another way so then the next time we skip ahead to an announcement that the savior is there although it's possible as jesus was growing up mary told her neighbors or right. you know joseph shared might have shared her story of what the angel told her right so it's possible people in nazareth heard her story but they probably didn't listen to her no anyway it sounded crazy yeah it sounded crazy now skip ahead 30 years who was the next person to say jesus had arrived john the baptist there you go that's great he says someone greater than i is coming right and then when he arrives to be baptized 
He's a there he is, right. the Lamb of God who's come to take away hey, the another sins one, of the world. The demoniac. He is Did he there. make an announcement too? I have him as my number twelve. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, but Sorry. before the demoniac, he tells some other people who he is. Who is that? John announces him and John tells some of his followers. And his followers say, I'm not okay. following John anymore. I'm gonna follow Yes. The Christ. So it is his disciples. He tells them who he is, or okay. at least they see through his miracles right. that he's the well, son of God. Well, you know, too, you know, and then John became hard to follow because he was in prison. Yes, he eventually. And then eventually lost his head over the deal. Right. So it's hard <laughs> to follow somebody. So, yes, I agree then that the next thing that I thought of was demons. All right. Many of the demons spoke out loud saying, we know who you are. Right. You're Jesus, the son of God. And then he tells them to shut up. Right. right. They actually make an announcement of who he is. How long do you think that the di- disciples hung out with Jesus until they finally got it enough to go, this is the Messiah. I, that They started to just go tell people. How long do you think they hung out with them before they... I had that assurance. I'm not sure of the timing, but I know two instances. One is when Jesus started to talk about the bread and the wine, eating my flesh and blood. Right. People didn't get of it. And a lot of people that were in the big crowd following him left. Right. And it says he turned to his disciples and says, are you two going to leave? Right. And Peter says, where else can I go? We can't go anywhere. You're the son of God. Right. Yep. And then there's another time when they're at Caesarea Philippi, and he says, who do people say that I am? And some say, you're Elijah, blah, blah, blah. Then he says, who do you say that I am? And he mm-hmm. goes, you're the Christ. You're the Christ, the son of the So I don't God. know exactly when they knew it, but they knew right. it. Uh, John said to them, he's the Messiah. And right. some of them followed him, at least initially with the, I don't know what percentage of belief right. that he was. But they probably had, you know, they had their doubts and because he was doing things very unconventionally. On your list, do you have the Samaritan woman? She announced. Oh, she announced. No, I don't have her on my list. Yeah. But yes, she. Because when she when she experienced Jesus at the well, mm-hmm. he told her of her whole life. She. She went and announced it to all Samaria. She went. Right. Uh, she made the announcement to all of Samaria. And you were right about the demoniac. Mm-hmm. He lived in Decapolis, which. I think means area of 10 cities. Okay. And Jesus told him not to follow him, but to go tell everybody what happened to you. So he is another witness who went outside of Jerusalem, outside of the Jewish area. And I'm going to have to put that one in. Thank you for thinking of her. Because here's what happened next. She goes and starts telling everybody and the disciples say, so... We can tell them too? Right. All right. It's we can start now? Yeah. And Jesus is like, yeah. Here we go. We're well, gonna I'm gonna start really It's go time. Well, you know, and for Jesus it's probably exciting and kind of you know well, it's the beginning of the end. It's the beginning of, of his time on earth. Of his time on earth. Yeah, he knows where this is gonna lead this fast. Is my, my time has started. I got he knows he's right. got three years and he knows how it's gonna end. Yeah. But boy, when he says, Yeah, it's go time. It's time. It's, it's time it's that just the joy, the the excitement, the what we've been waiting for our whole life. But yet, you know, they've been waiting for it. But 
were they really convinced? At what point would you say that the disciples were convinced beyond a shadow of a doubt? When he rose again. When he rose again, because it was a couple days when he was in the tomb. It was just, it had to have been, felt like it was all over. Yeah, they... Hopes were dashed. Right, it said until the Holy Spirit came down on them and they were, you know, their minds were open to everything he right. said, then I think right. they were 100% convinced because then they dedicated their lives mm-hmm. to death to serve him. Yeah, and they died, all of them. Uh, they were all martyred and they all died uh, for him. I yeah. mean, if he was wrong, they all died right. for a lie. And I don't believe that. They right. did not all die for a lie. I think this is amazing. We start off talking about Christmas. Right. And we aren't probably even 20 minutes into talking. And we've already just come right to his death. death. His resurrection. Barrel, resurrection. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit filled the guys so that they could go do and be killed, die. I mean, how quickly we went from this birthing to this dying. And now, from the time he was resurrected in heaven, and even until right. now today, we are all those yeah. who must make the announcement of who Jesus is. Right. That he's the son of God, that he did all the things that we're talking about, died on the cross, rose again, and is in heaven. And we got to make sure that we do not love our life mm-hmm. even unto death. Mm-hmm. In the Revelations, three things that defeat Satan, the blood of the lamb, the word of our testimony, and the fact that we did mm-hmm. not love our life even unto death. Now we have one more announcement oh, oh, that's coming, another? but Who? we are charged to make one more announcement. They waited many many years for Jesus's first arrival. And right. now here we wait many, many years for... 2000 so far. For what? His, his soon, second Yeah, his second arrival. coming, the soon... Yes. So no one knew the day of the Messiah's arrival through many of the prophets. And no one knows the day that Jesus will be coming again, even though there's many prophetic words right. in Revelations to lead to that. But the message is the same. Be ready. Be ready. They needed to be ready. John came to make straight paths for the Lord. And I believe we need to be ready today. We need to be making our paths straight for the return of the Messiah. Right. And that we need to be doing what he commanded us to do, going into all the world, making disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, Son, and the the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. That is what makes for a radical life. And we want to end by saying, Merry Christmas. It's a radical life. Thank you for listening to our special Christmas episode of A Moment with the Most. I want to encourage you to listen to our other Christmas New Year's podcasts this season and our podcasts on the attributes of God and Jesus. If you know of anyone who could benefit from hearing our podcasts, please share our website details with them. They can listen at RadicalLifeSupport.Buzzsprout.com. We are listed on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Castro, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Pod Friend, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Download any of these apps and subscribe to our Radical Life Support podcast. We post weekly episodes on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for your convenience. Email us anytime at rickandrobinmo at gmail.com. We love to hear positive comments and input from our listeners. Again, have a Merry Christmas, and we will talk to you next time.